Yellow. How's but, it going, sir? Well, yeah, it's freezing up a little bit here. I don't know. It does that sometimes. It's yeah, old. It's that polar vortex. Yeah. It's an old machine, too. You get It's easier to get cold and freezed up yeah, once you get that's older. True. You know, you need that's a little lap, lap blanket or something. Yeah. My, my laptop is... Uh, from mid, I'm bringing it up right now to verify I got this right. Yeah, mid 2014. That's pretty old. Yeah, but it works fine. I don't have a single problem with it. Like, I'm never like, oh, this machine is too slow, or I can't get done what I want to do right now. It's pretty Im- impressive. Yeah, this, um, my iMac, which is my main system, is, I think, late yeah. 2015. Mm-hmm. But I put it through the ringer a lot. Yeah, you you put stuff through the ringer way more than I do with all that video crunching stuff. Yeah, I'm just like doing basic arithmetic in the you calculator know, Python scripts and stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Writing some Google Docs. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. not completely true. I do as well documented on this podcast. Lightroom, use, uh, Lightroom Classic a lot. That's yeah. the main reason. Well, that's one of two main reasons I even have this computer. Yes. What's the other reason, main reason? Um, just some, uh, you know, app development work I was working on way back in the day. So if you didn't have that, like, do you have a desktop computer of any sort? No. No, huh? Yeah. Well. Well, I had a, yeah, uh, um, yeah I mean, I, I should, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I had a laptop previous to this that was not of the pro variety. Uh-huh. Because back then they didn't call them that. It was, they were, there used to be like MacBook Air, MacBook, and MacBook Pro. Right. And I had just a MacBook. My wife primarily used it. Okay. All my stuff was in the cloud. The so, cloud, Matt, Brad, man, it's magic. That's where you put yeah, everything. It's just in the exactly. cloud. Exactly. Exactly. So, like, I just access it from phones, iPads, uh, you know, whatever computer was around. Or use that when there was a specific time I needed to use a computer at home. You know, I would use that one. We're just going to upload 350 terabytes of raw HD and 4K video and edit off that. It's all just going to live in the cloud. It's amazing. Well, obviously, like I said, not work for you. (laughs) was fine for me, but I eventually... Is it obvious? That that wouldn't work well, for me. Let's put it this way: it would be a challenge. He would think it would I'm be. I'm not obvious. gonna say it's not gonna work. I, I would. I wouldn't just jump right into it blindly. I'll say I it's guess. not gonna work. I'll be the one to say it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Probably not great. I'm venting a little bit. Yeah, you got these. Uh, you know the cloud when the cloud is gunning for you, man. Yeah, you gotta. Boy. You gotta vent a little bit. Yep, because it comes at you hard. Anyway, yeah. I'm I'm derailing you. Sorry. No, I don't know if there's any more to say. I mean, just yeah, I got this computer. I I never purchased an expensive computer, quote unquote, until this one. I would always look for like the cheapest one. 
you know, the bar, even when I bought this, it was a bit of a bargain because it was like a little, because this is a mid 2014 and I think I actually purchased it in early 2015. Um, and you know, there was like, I got it at Best Buy cause they're trying to like clear out inventory. There was like, you know, a little bit of a discount on it. I was like, all right, I'm going to pull the trigger on that. Um, because actually what I was using, if we're going to go back through this history, I was starting to use that other laptop like a lot because I was doing some various app development. I was, you know, doing my other various shitball things. And I just went with, uh, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to buy this. And, uh, it turned out I think to be a really good investment because here I am six, six years later later, from when I purchased it more than that from when this computer was manufactured and still getting tremendous value from it. I mean, I predict, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I will say Lightroom. So I'm going to counter contradict myself a little bit when I said it's still fine. I mean, yes, Lightroom is a little slow sometimes. Everyone, again, is a hiccup, not to the point that it's like super frustrating that I'm like, yeah, I want to buy a new computer to undo this. But I guess I can see like, yeah, maybe in um, sometime in the next year or two, I'll be like, okay, time to upgrade. It's probably going to be time soon. Because Lightroom, even on my machine here, is a little, it's it's not slow, but it, it doesn't scream, obviously. I got this one. Yeah. It's a late 2015. Let me confirm that. I think I got it in mid 2016 um yeah this is a this is a late 2015 um and i also have a laptop it's a macbook pro back when they made the 17 inches oh yeah well that was a long time ago it's that's 10 years old i've had that 10 years and i still use it i was using that for all of my editing and motion graphic and animation work up until i got this iMac in 2016. Yeah. Which was, you know, once I upgraded to this thing, it was like amazing. But now you can get the new MacBook or like even the Mac Mini and it's like it'll blow this computer out of the water. Yeah. But I just can't do that. I got to wait for that. Either I do a stopgap thing and I get a Mac Mini (laughs) to run everything, maybe, for like a year until they, you know, put the M2 chips right. in, in the Pro machines, I can't, I can't invest like ten to twenty thousand fucking dollars right. into a Pro level machine that's going to be, yeah. you know, gotcha. doesn't have a path forward. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've made my money back on this thing for sure. Oh yeah, it's was, it was worthwhile investment. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's just, I guess the nature of computing in a way has changed. Because I remember back when it was like, well, every two years, it's like, oh, this machine is shit now. Yeah, yeah. I need a new one. Yep. But now it's like, yeah, you get a new one. It's great. It's faster. But it's like, does it really help me get more work done? Now, you're doing a lot of this exporting and stuff, so... Yeah, time is money, and it might save you significant time. Some. But outside of very niche little, like, you know, areas, you know, app development is another one, because especially if, you know, when I say app development, you know, like, let's say, like, iOS app, like, 
you know, you're changing that code, you're recompiling it all the time. You know, again, that stuff can take time. Yeah. If I was doing that on this machine now, I'd probably be like, this is too slow. Yeah. Although I really don't know. Even for every I- time you like change something and hit run, it's like, okay, you're going to have to wait now. How, l- how, how long do you okay. have to wait? Two yeah, seconds? Or do you have to wait 60 seconds? It depends on your machine. I mean, that's a significant difference. Two seconds to 60 seconds. Yeah, exactly. It, like if the, cause like the speed differences I would see if I upgraded now would be like, okay, I have a, let's say I have a 20 minute long video I need to export. It'll take more or less real time to export that. And here's my self-contained, you know, MP4 or whatever. Now, if that, if I could export that and it would be one thirtieth of the amount of time, meaning it would be like it would export it in what, 40 seconds? Holy fuck, I'd do it today, even if it would be obsolete in two years. But really, if I bought the highest level machine I could right now, it would export that in maybe 15 minutes instead of 20. Right. So it's like, well, you know, I like to go do do my little things. I got exactly. I got 20 minutes. I get to go do my little things now. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't want it exactly. to take 30 seconds. Sometimes I do. <laughs> the deadline is, you know, right, rising right. by and it's like, fuck, and you're just watching the progress bar. Sure, once in a while that would be nice. But, you know... Going from you 20 to, minutes to you 15. You need to kick it into turbo at that point. Well, right. You can. You, you can need get that turbo button. Yeah, you can get that um, what, whatever it's called card afterburner or some shit in the uh, Mac Pros, which is, I guess, essentially what that does. Kicks it into, you know, puts the turbos on like Dan. Puts the turbos on. You know? It's like giving it the shot of nitrous. Yeah. Remember Dan, he'd, he'd put the turbos on. You'd be walking. He'd have oh, his yeah. little silver cup, and he's like, he's got to pass you, you know. And he put the turbos on, whiz, whiz on by you. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, you know, if you got Sorry. the turbo, See you might as well use it. There. I don't know what this, I don't know what GG announcement, GG announce event. <laughs> yeah, you said show. like three episodes ago, you said you had a GG announcement, you're going to save it. But just like my, where I tease this, the grand story and then we come back, I'm like, I don't know what I was talking right, I don't about know what at that the is. time. <laughs> right. This is like, yes. GG announce event. GG announce event. She had some announcement. You had some announcement about GG you were going to make. Well, she you got. teased it. She got both her shots. Maybe that's it. Maybe that was it. I don't know. I mean, that's great news. Yeah, that's good. She's locked in there. That's a great feeling. Yeah. To know that someone I know has had that. Yep. The second one did make her a little a little sick for a day or two. Yeah, that's what people are saying. Like a day and a half, she was like, didn't get out of bed, really. It's kind of yucky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess we all have to look forward to that. Yeah. But it was, you know, after that, it was fine. After that, you're, you're you're smooth sailing. Yeah. Head down to the Piggly Wiggly all you want. Yeah, get in there and wiggle around. I wish we could talk about Lightroom more, but... No. No. I, no. 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 We're not getting into that rotten business. 
I think I've said everything I could ever say about that for now. For now. Well, yeah. I mean, the other thing I will say, talking about computers and Lightroom and slowness, like if I were to, let's say, upgrade a digital camera and suddenly have files that are twice the size than they are now, <sighs> I may then need a better computer to make that tolerable. So, yeah. again, it's an ecosystem thing personal technology ecosystem well yeah yeah speaking of um technological ecosystems i i haven't done that like conform one drive to the other or one folder to the other oh, folder Jesus. thing yet yeah uh that's gonna be a bit of an undertaking and i just don't have like enough free space to maneuver things around I would, here's what I would do. Yeah, not having the free space, maybe that is the problem. I might just like give up. And what I mean by that is so so you have two folders, two Dropbox folders somehow. Yeah, yeah. Well, because they sync separately, so they have different files. Well, they're in not them. the one is Some not the syncing. same. I don't think either of them are syncing right now. Like what if you just left them as is? I don't want like, to. You just created like a, a or like one giant Dropbox folder called, okay, this is my new Dropbox folder that I'm going to like sync all the time. And then these, these other two folders are just going to go in there as like old Dropbox folder one, old Dropbox folder two. I, I understand the logic behind it. And just be like, fuck it. This is the best I can do. I, I understand that. And that is potential path forward but let me tell you why it's not ideal well i mean you can figure out why it's not ideal but why i don't think it'll work and it's because the only i don't have enough internal storage for my dropbox folder to just live like there it is on my desktop or there it is right. you know top level finder i don't have that space on my machine yeah. so it has to go to an external drive right now, the only place I have enough, the only I have two RAIDs that are connected to my system. I got a 12 terabyte and like a 36 terabyte. So I had my Dropbox folder on my 12 terabyte. That's fine. My Dropbox is three terabytes. It takes up a lot of fucking space. Now I got two of those. <laughs> so, and th right. they warned me, right? When you download the desktop app for Dropbox and they warn you, it's like, don't put this on a raid like an external yeah. raid because now you've got Dropbox syncing to that external raid but they plug in with fucking lightning cable you know which is like I don't know why that how or why this is the best they can do it actually goes from Thunderbolt 2 on mm -hmm. my iMac because Thunderbolt 3 or Lightning, whatever you want to call it, didn't exist back then. So I have an adapter, and then that adapter is Lightning into the back of the raids, and then the one raid is daisy-chained to the second raid. But I put it on the first raid, so we don't have to worry about the daisy-chaining. But either way, my foot might kick it, a cat might go right. under there, 
Like anything might happen. I need to like look behind my computer to gently. I'm so careful to plug some, but it doesn't matter because everything's so fucking tenuous. These things just you you bump it a little bit, and it's like now my 48 terabytes of storage just went offline with like Premiere open and After Effects open. It's fuck, and then Dropbox is offline, and then normally I could be like fuck. Shut it down, you know, just make sure the raids are plugged in. Restart. Dropbox will kick back open. In theory, it'll find the Dropbox folder. But one time it didn't. Couldn't fucking find it, and it just made another one. And before I really realized it, it had synced everything up, and I had, like, already gone down the path a little bit with, like, saving stuff because some of my projects just lived in the Dropbox folder. Right. Because I needed to access them different places and I didn't have a good like remote desktop solution where I could like mm-hmm. log into my system and find shit. And then before I could like pump the brakes on all of that, it was like I was too far gone to like easily be like, oh, it's just this one project. I'll just copy that over. Anyway, that's where I'm at. If I just make another Dropbox folder, then that one's going to go fucking offline at some point. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, it sounds like Dropbox may not be uh, the solution for you. It's, and it's like not. Maybe you need to find something different to do what I, you're doing. I do, but I need to. For instance, Gutterballs lives in my Dropbox folder. Now, mm-hmm. in fact, we started this what, fucking nine years ago now. When we started yeah. it, I didn't have these raids. Well, I had like G raids, like the silver G raid drives. Right, I they, remember that. I know them. They fucking connected, you know, with Firewire, <laughs> for yep. heaven's sakes. So I got a bunch of Gutterball shit on there. Then I got Gutterball shit on Dropbox 1, and then I got Gutterball shit now on Dropbox 2. And I don't like, it causes me anxiety having it spread all over the place. Right. So for my own personal well-being... I just need to have it all in one place. So Dropbox may not be the answer going forward, but I still need to consolidate the shit. Yeah. Well, it's I think it's fairly simple to do, to be honest. Yeah, once I have the space on the raids, I just say fuck Dropbox, and I just do what you said, basically. Yeah, well, I mean, to com- consolidate them into one, to merge them back together, I, I, in theory... Should be pretty easy. <laughs> Just a little rsync command on the command line. Say, hey, boom. Put them together. Put them make, together. Make two one. If there's a newer file, keep the newer one. Yep. Fuck the older one. But I have to back up both of them or just the... Like I got... Okay, I got old Dropbox 1, old Dropbox 2... And I'm going to say, look at old Dropbox 1, move everything into Dropbox 2. If there's a newer version in Dropbox 2, keep the newer version, forget the old Mm -hmm. version. But that won't... Is that moving things or copying things? It'll be copying things. So old Dropbox 1 will remain unchanged. Old Dropbox 1 should remain unchanged. Granted... We've, we know how sometimes <laughs> we, things don't go. We do. You know, I don't believe there are any curly quotes, quotes. 
are special characters involved in copying and pasting this command, so you should be okay. But, I mean, I would still, I still kind of worry just a little bit, but if there's no other way to do it, I mean, one of those, I guess neither of those folders are synced to Dropbox at this point, so Correct. it's not like you have well, a backup in the cloud. I mean, I'm I mean, not even sure Ideally, anymore. It, it should only create a very small increase, I'm imagining, in your space you're using to run this command because right. it's only going to add to folder two what was in folder one that wasn't in folder two. So right. that may be, I don't know exactly, but that may be a very small amount of files in the grand may scheme be, of things. I mean, it may be 100 gigs. Yeah, maybe. but we're not talking terabytes. Right. It can't be because, yeah. Neither of the fo- neither of the folders is over like two point three terabytes, and I certainly yeah. haven't like generated like an, another terabyte of stuff in old Dropbox. Mm-hmm. So I don't even work in there anymore because it just got too crazy. <sighs> Does your Dropbox account have like unlimited storage? Has three terabytes. Three terabytes. Uh, and now yeah. I'm I'm offloading three projects. Those are the three I'd been working on for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, seemed like it was never ending. They're finally done. I have to export one more show. There's one fucking error. <laughs> there was a like a graphic that had bullet points, and one of the bullet points was repeated. In all of those hours and hours and hours of finished programming, there's one fucking mistake, and I gotta re-export that but then i'm gonna offload that i have two external drives on the way i'm gonna be offloading 25 goddamn terabytes onto those drives and shipping them away forever and ever amen goodbye right delete and then once that happens i could like make copies of both dropbox folders put them over there in a safe place and then just go nuts yeah that sounds like a good plan right there Okay, but they won't be have here the until space, next week. Yeah, have the space, make the copies just in case, and and give the old merge command. But now, once you have this merged folder, I guess then the question is, what do you do with that? Like, do you put that in drop? I guess it sounds like we're you know you don't want to put that back in Dropbox. Just create the I, same situation again. I mean, I, gonna- I'll still use Dropbox, but I'm only going to use the web interface. I'm not going to have that Dropbox folder on my machine. It's caused me nothing yeah. but but heartache right right well because it's on an external drive primarily yeah yeah i mean the other option is have a dropbox folder on your machine again with your work i don't know if this is at all feasible it's similar to my workflow you know that we've discussed before which is like a small subset like what you're working on right now that could be not on the raid but on your actual computer hard drive running with dropbox and maybe there's some small subset like, you know, so when you're out in the world and you're like, oh, shit, I need that file. OK, it's a file from a project from a year ago. You can't get it. It's not in Dropbox. But what you're working on right now maybe fits on your in- internal drive and can be synced so you can still access that. And it's kind of like a rolling situation where it's like, okay, these projects are done out of Dropbox onto the raid. This other 
Now the new project, I'm creating a new project. Okay, put that in Dropbox. Okay, first of all, I know myself, and that's too much administration, and I won't keep up right. with it. So there's right. that. Second of all, I had the Dropbox folder on my raids, so I could edit and do graphics and shit off of it. Right. Um, right. Now, if I had you just an eight don't terabyte have the space. I don't. I don't have the space, but also the internal. I don't want to have my projects and all of my media on my internal drive. It's best to keep the operating system and like storage on separate drives. Now, if I had like an internal, like an eight terabyte internal solid state drive or something, and I could partition them, maybe that could work. Yeah. Those I are mean, my does concerns. that really make a difference, or is that just it does. something? Okay. No, it does. It's it's best practice, still is. It might be best yeah. practice, but it may not be. Yeah, no, it is best practice for a host of reasons, I guess. Yeah. I don't know all of those reasons, but anytime we have a consultation or I talk to other editors, it's, it's still the way it's done. So we, do, I don't have a, um, you know... We don't we I, I'm you know we don't have a sponsorship or anything. No, but I am going to plug a product here simply because I use it and this might help you. So I okay. use Backblaze, the cloud backup solution. Yes, I looked into that to a back few up years my ago. computer and my external mm -hmm. drives. And yeah, it's not going to be fucked up like if your external drive is disconnected. Like as long as you plug it in once every thirty days, it will. Um, you know, keep it, keep it going. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I was going to do that. I, I did look into that and it was enticing at the time. I just, I had deadlines that were, you know, smashing me in the sure. face and I, I didn't have like <laughs> the one to two weeks it would take initially the upfront time to do the initial sync. <laughs> to right. backblaze of like here backblaze take 32 terabytes what's that gonna it's gonna make the whole entire home crawl to a stop probably well um, it actually didn't do that I mean it took me granted I don't have 32 terabytes I have like four or something but it I mean it, it'll throttle that appropriately it kind of it doesn't take over everything it, you know and even I, if it takes a month to be done well, after a month, you're you're golden, you know. Right. I just, and then you have it was everything more about backed not, up. It was more about not having the just the mental bandwidth and mm -hmm. just not wanting sure. to risk like taking up system resources yeah. for that syncing no. to and like accessing the same footage I'm editing with while I'm editing it. Like, yeah. But now, I mean, that's, yes, I might revisit that. Yeah, I mean, I get not doing it, but yeah, if you're looking for a long term, that might work because, and I guess it depends on how you work with your files in the cloud, because I generally don't do that. I wouldn't be working um, with them. It would just be backups. But what I mean is if you need to access one, like you were saying before, I need to, I don't have a remote desktop. I need to access a file. You can still access your files. You can go to the Black Backblaze website, look at all your files there mm -hmm. via the web and, and like download what you want. Can you grab a link and send it to somebody and then they can download it? Probably not. Okay. Because it's not really made to do that. It's right. backup, right? Right. And again, their system is out and their pricing and everything. That's also why you have to plug in the drives every 30 days. Because 
they do offer like an unlimited amount of backup space, but they don't want you like, well, I'm going to create a drive like, you know, whatever, like, oh, here's a drive with four terabytes of stuff. It's just archival. Let me plug it in and say, back it up. Now it's in the cloud. I can go reformat the drive and do something else. But all my, you know, stuff is stored there. Like, you know, they want it to be like, no, this is really just for backing up your stuff. Don't game the system to like upload, you know, just keep putting stuff on the same reformatted drive and, you know, upload in essence, whatever, pay to bytes of stuff, you know. If you have a pay-to-byte raid, like, I guess, ostensibly, it would work. I don't know. There might be some limit somewhere, but... So, the, you have to connect it once a month just so they can verify, like, the contents on still, your drive match the yeah, contents. Yeah, this is an actual place. legitimate... They just want to say, this is a legitimate external drive you use. You're not yeah. gaming the system by, like, you know, Adam, you come to my house and you're like, oh, here's a four terabyte external drive. Like, can I just upload this to your black back blaze? Let me plug it in. Oh, sure. OK. And then you go home. It's like, well, I know I have that stuff in the cloud. I can go download it. You know, they want to make it. <laughs> sure. It's to, like your thing. I would have to ship the drive to you once a month and you would have to plug it in and say, yeah, it's here. And then you'd ship it back to me. Right. Exactly. <laughs> OK. I mean, that's perfectly legitimate. I don't think I'd be trying to game the system, but right, exactly. it doesn't and they perform do, the same function you know, And they give Dropbox. you lots of warnings, like, hey, this drive hasn't been plugged in in a long time. And it might be more than 30 days, to be honest. I'm saying 30 days, but my hunch is it's, it's, might be, it's probably longer than that, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Because I did run into this problem at one point in 2019. When I first moved to this new house, we did not have uh, internet at it for several, for more than several months, really. I remember. Um, but, you know, we were able to use, you know, internet on our phones and stuff, and it was fine, actually. I was surprised how well that worked for almost everything. Um, you know, any kind of day-to-day -day stuff, even like watching, streaming like Netflix and HBO Max and stuff, like we were just able to... It just worked. I was like, okay. You just watch that stuff on your phones and your iPads or something? Yeah. And it, at one point, I tethered my phone to my large TV. Oh, my God. And uh, it actually worked. That actually now, the worked? Is, <laughs> now, the problem is I can't use too much bandwidth. So it was very, it was like, okay. It's not just like, let's plug it in and just, yeah, it did work. I mean, I think it was like the resolution was downgraded a little bit, but it was totally fine, you know, because at the same time, these were like the final episodes of Game of Thrones were airing at the same time. So it's like, well, shit, we got to watch this. Yeah. How it's can you fuck with it? And then I would do other things like, you know, um, because I discovered some. So like Netflix lets you download episodes. Right. So I'd go somewhere where there was high speed internet and be like, okay, download the next five episodes of this show to the iPad. All right. Now when I'm home, I can watch it, not use any bandwidth. And they're all downloaded in like perfect quality, you know, no buffering through right. anything. It was actually pretty nice way to do it. Sometimes mm -hmm. I do that just knowing like, okay, I'm going to be watching these next episodes of The Expanse, download them. Then I never have to worry. Because, you know, every once in a while you get yeah. that little thing where yeah. like it down reses for a couple seconds, then pops back. And then sometimes that forces the audio a little bit out of sync maybe or you know, yeah. just glitchy like, shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, like it just avoids any glitchy shit. And I'm like, oh, that's actually a cool way to do it. I'll just download these episodes and then watch them downloaded. I then wish you more got, things did that. You got five chow fonts then. It's nice. Exactly. A lot of chow fonts. So all this is to say I did run into that problem at some point where it was like, dude, you got to plug in your drives because it warns you. It kept warning, like, you know, we're getting close to whatever this limit was. I don't think it was 30 days. It had to be longer. 90 days sounds nice. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so what I did was I took my laptop and my external drives, all of which require like, you know, these aren't just little portable drives. They, you know, require their own power and everything. <laughs> oh, boy. Like, oh, everyone at Starbucks. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I brought my external drives and my laptop to Starbucks. Found a power a seat. strip. <laughs> yeah. I found a seat where... Uh, you know, right next to an outlet, I like plugged everything and there's my table with wires, drives, laptops. Oh, I know it so well. And I well. was like, and it didn't have to even like actually complete a backup. It just had to be like, oh, there it is. Acknowledge that it kind of existed. And to be honest, nothing in that time I think changed on these external drives. So it wasn't really a bandwidth issue. It just had to like go through all the files and compare to the server and be like, yep, they're good. How long do you think that took, if you had to guess, for each drive? And how big was the drive? I, I can't really tell you. I was only there. Cause, so I did a bunch of things while I was there. I upgraded. So, all right, you're going to fucking laugh at this one. Okay. You upgraded from Windows ME to Windows um, yes. 2000. I, I upgrade While I was there, I synced this stuff with Backblaze. Resynced my external drives. I upgraded my operating system, and I installed a new version of Xcode. Oh, wait! Why am I laughing at you for that? It was just a lot of shit to do on a Starbucks connection. It was yeah. a high wire act. Yeah, it's all right. But it all, I got it all done. Like I think in like, you know, I don't think I wasn't there too long. I think I was there for like an hour. Xcode hour isn't a super dense install or update is it it is pretty well i guess a, i guess relative maybe not but it's pretty big huh i just upgraded it today like it's it's gigabytes let's put it that way yeah, it's not just right. like download right. a little app or something sure all right and i i'm yeah it's it's big okay that's has a lot of app all the developer libraries tools multiple right. apps to you know do all this different kind of stuff performance testing and emulating different iOS device like it's it's a pretty beefy download. Now this sounds like it was a pretty significant life event for you this going to Starbucks because you remember so many details about it. Why well, just remember it because I was like I have no idea if this is going to fucking work or am I going to fucking ruin my computer <laughs> in the middle of this and not have a good internet? Is Starbucks going to cut me out? Right. Or is the guy going to come over and tap his foot? And point to the sign that says, like, no upgrading X code on the Wi-Fi. <laughs> no backing up external drives over our Wi-Fi. And, no you know, again, it wasn't the fastest connection either, but it worked. No system overhauls on our Wi-Fi. <laughs> right, right. No setting up your, your RAID on, on our tables. <laughs> if you must set up a RAID, keep it to under two terabytes. I'm going to, like, come in there with, like, a server on a little uh, trolley. Be like, I'm just plugging this in for a little bit. It's like a half I'm rack. running my new uh, 
free speech, quote unquote, uh, social network off your Wi-Fi. <laughs> Amazon kicked me off. It's called bucking the buck. Oh, oh fuck. Well, hmm. Backblaze. I am going to look into that again. I think because my drives yeah. are never unplugged unless it's accidentally for a second. So right. that wouldn't even be a problem. Yeah, 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 it wouldn't be. And it still lets you access some files. Now, it doesn't let you share them. You're right. That is a problem. Um, but so I don't know. Maybe that's pointless at that point. If what you need to do is just send people links to files. Well, no, because first of all, I don't go anywhere. Right now, at least. Right now, yeah. Second of all, if I'm out somewhere in this theoretical future time, I'll either have my laptop or access to some machine, and I'll be able to remote back into my home system and get shit that way. So I don't even, like, I haven't needed that so much. Yeah, I think it would be fine now, just because I've... I've changed my my workflow. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that, and that's in essence what I've done too. I just kind of changed things. Uh, so, like, I, I've just accepted the stuff on this external drives I can't access unless I physically have them. And that is more or less fine. Yeah. You just gotta, there's no, yeah, there's no panacea. You just exactly. gotta, you just gotta take the good with the bad. And uh, the the main reason I liked having the Dropbox folder is it would automatically sync up to the cloud. So, like, some of the exports I would have to do, you know, I'd be working late into the night. And it's like, fine, I've fucking finished all these, like, edits. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. And I want to export this now. But I don't want to sit here. Some of them were longer than you know real time so right like i had a 30 minute show it might take an hour and a half depending on like how many graphics and effects there are maybe there's a lot of green screen work maybe they shot 4k it all slows shit down yeah it's like this might take an hour and a half it might take two hours to export this and it's like it's three o'clock in the morning am i really I'm either going to sit here and watch the export bar or fuck around on the internet for two hours or I'm going to go to bed, not really sleep, be restless because this was due last night, but like, Mm -hmm. you know, last night at 8 p.m. or the following morning at 5 a.m. might as well be the same time. So go to sleep, go to bed for two hours, have get fitful, like unproductive sleep and then wake up. 5 a.m. come back down hope the export has finished successfully or finished at all maybe it's still going you know yeah and i could avoid all this if i was exporting directly to my desktop dropbox folder or not my desktop drop but my dropbox folder on my raid because it would export it would finish it would sync up and just whenever i woke up i could go to the dropbox app on my phone get the link email it done well, couldn't you just, again, I don't know all the particulars, but just export, since you're exporting this, just export it to the Dropbox folder. Like, shit you export goes into this Dropbox folder. Well, that's what I was doing. 
Yeah, but your Dropbox folder could be doesn't have to be on the RAID if all it's doing is the finished product. Well, if all maybe. it's doing is the finished product, yeah, maybe. Maybe. That wasn't how I was using it. Like, if you um, know you're exporting it into Dropbox to be shared, yeah, you could just, when you go to, say, export this file, point it there, and then, like you said, you'd be in, you'd be in good shape. And even if you want to consolidate it all, you know, you can go to bed, and when you wake up, you can do, like, a, uh, you know, option drag to copy it back into the folder on the raid also yeah yeah i mean when i first started doing it i wanted there was a a subset of projects that i wanted to live completely within the dropbox folder yeah that doesn't work (laughs) that's not helpful so but yeah maybe that's another thing just use it for shareable links i mean it might not work because sometimes i have to share a piece of raw footage or some other like graphic or something. It's like, oh, I need this one file that's somewhere. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll think about these things. Once I get these external drives in next week and like clear off this huge chunk of space, I'll be able to like have a little bit more freedom to think about things. It's funny how that can even affect <laughs> your mental state. Like I feel all clogged right. up just because I know both of my raids are like very low on storage and it clogs me up mentally not just like technically like having a shitty office it's all messy terrible and it's like I can't even fucking think in here hate it well you've given me a lot to think about good good yep when it comes to you know your digital workflow I'm the man you want to talk to that's right curly quotes and all i'll curly quote your system to death man <laughs> that thing would still be going probably would have <laughs> well, probably burned it would have my just house consumed down. yeah it would have just burned your house down at this point <laughs> at the very least like burnt out all of your computers and drives right and it's just it's just folders <laughs> that are named like right facing curly quotes Talk about, like, you know, powers of trillion. It'd be like, there's a trillion, trillion, trillion files on this computer. Like, holy fuck. This this guy is so productive. (laughs) Then they go, they drill down, and it's like, oh, it's just a trillion, trillion, trillion folders all named Curly Quote. That all contain a trillion folders named Curly Quote within them. (laughs) It's Curly Quote all the way down. Yeah, literally this time. You know, in the this in the honor of this, when I get my next computer or maybe my next external drive, I will name the drive just a curly quote character. Oh Jesus! Just to really oh, that causes me great anxiety. <laughs> oh, it does to me too. It's horrible. Oh. Horrible. <laughs> One drive will be like opening curly quote, and the other drive will be closing curly quote. Right. And then the other could be like a backslash or, or a question mark. Yeah, question mark. I love it too. Yeah, let's put some question marks in file names. That's a good. That's a good practice right there. Oh, I get. Let's them. Let's see how Backblaze likes that. You wouldn't believe how often I get file names with like question marks and ampersands in them, commas, uh, plus signs. Uh. 
Yeah, fucking commas, periods. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like it's like two whole sentences is the file name. Yeah, right. Spaces, commas, semicolons. Just like what is it? what? What? So but I the, guess in a way, you know, to the new generation, like why not? It's like what is what type of file is this? Oh, it's a it's a dot final for real this time hyphen I mean it underscore v four Adams recipe for ribs ampersand macaroni salad hyphen v12 oh totally logical that's the type of but that's just what type of file it is because that's after the first period right exactly that's just the extension like when you go into finder go into spotlights like show all files of type Dot right. final for real hyphen this time ad- ampersand Adams <laughs> recipe for ribs ampersand macaroni and cheese dot yeah whatever that's it's pretty like, good yeah, show me all the show me all the files of that type One. oh there's thirty eight hundred of them right. that's interesting <laughs> yeah. oh fuck well this has been super interesting. Yeah. I mean, it was I'm for sure me. I'm sure it's been really interesting for the listener as well. I'm sure, too. If you enjoyed this, go to gutter, Guttercast. Guttercast? No, gutterballs.tv. And uh, yeah. click around on some shit. Follow us on Twitter. There's links there. Yeah. You can what else can they do? Us. Let us know if contact you want more, more of, of Brad and Adam workshopping, like, you know, backup solutions and uh, digital workflows. In the podcast, right? In the you know, foibles of the desktop, you can use. it's not all fun and games. No, not always. Sometimes it's serious shit. Leave a review. However, if you're on your phone, you go into podcasts. I think you can do it there. Subscribe to the show. What the fuck? Yeah, whatever podcast app you're using to listen to this, subscribe. Subscribe. Leave a review. Rate us. Give us three or four stars. Mm-hmm. That would be um, awesome. You can even buy a mug. Buy a fucking or, um, mug. Or all the other stuff. We have a huge selection of merch available. You can buy a pencil skirt that has a giant black and white uh, rendering of the dude's face. And it kind of says, I'm sorry I wasn't listening, but a lot of it's cut off because I didn't size it right for the pencil skirt. Buy one of those. Yeah, I think that would be great. Buy a commemorative mug. Gutterballs.tv. Merch. Buy yeah. a fucking the commemorative mug. mug is my personal favorite. So they're I really, sell, sell them like hotcakes. They are. They're, it's a really nicely nicely done mug. I think uh, you got to go check it out, and you, you should really purchase one. And then you know when you purchase it, like let us know. Send us a pic of you drinking your tasty beverage out of your mug. Yeah, yeah, man. Just don't throw it at anybody. It hurts those mugs, man. No. And then Don't be also, a fucking reactionary, <laughs> right? Fucking fascist. If you're interested to see what my missing nub looks like, there's also a link to the YouTube channel where you can uh, see the video yeah. of it I took. Yep. We posted to our YouTube channel for the first time in a couple. Yeah, of years. I noticed that. Yeah, and it's also linked to the nub videos linked directly there, right in the show notes of that ep too. There you go. But you can also use the YouTube link there on the website. Go go check out our videos. We have a handful. Trying to make it easy. Yeah. Gutterballs.tv. Check it out. Lots of good shit there for you guys. Tons of good shit. All the shit. I don't think there's any bad shit. 
No, it's all good shit. Yeah. It all meets with our stamp of approval. Our sh- our good shit stamp. Stop, then what, what?